The Power Trip is a proud member of the Kaiju Ramen Podcast Network. You can find more, more phenomenal Kaiju and Tokusatsu content at kaijuramenmedia.com. What's up, everyone? It is JDF the Green Ranger, and you are listening to The Power Trip. It's morphin' time. Lisa! Tai Saku Sentai, Pod Ranger! Hello, listeners with Attitude, and welcome to another lightning round with your co-host, me, Michael, the guy for Sentai, with my co-host, <laughs> Mr. Nate Marchand. How are you? Hello. <laughs> and Nate, we are not I do, alone. Uh, we are, we, I want to give a quick on. shout out to our listener, Christopher Reiner. Happy birthday. Today is his birthday. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Today's his birthday. So the, that's right. So that's right, the power right. trip, so season two of the power trip premieres, and we get all of this crazy news we're going to talk about on his birthday. I hope on he's having a wonderful On his birthday. Time. Man, he must be feeling really special right now. He must be mm-hmm. feeling really special right now. But another person I know is feeling extra special right now is our good friend who is making his podcast debut, at least on the power trip. I was going to say, Mr. what? <laughs> Mr. Danny Damana, how are you doing, good sir? You guys, I have such big fans. I'm sorry. I said I wasn't going to do this. Hang on. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Got to get my composure. Okay, this is the biggest podcast I've ever done. Most listeners. Makes that MIFV thing on I was on a, a few weeks ago look like uh, chump change. Woo! Let me <laughs> wow. And here right. I was going to compliment you on finally completing the Marchand Hamilton hat trick. But no, 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 no. You got to go and be a jackass about it. Okay. Wow. Yeah, jack wagon. Wow. Oh. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Jay. I didn't know that. Uh, that uh, Nate was going to be so spicy for this one. <laughs> I mean, I know. I know it's really late in the evening, guys. But come on, we got to still keep this family pretty family right, friendly. That's funny coming yeah. from you, Master of the Dragon Dagger. <laughs> There it is. There are there will be no dragon daggers in this episode, sir. Are Thank you, sure? you famous last words. Are you sure? I was gonna say Blue Street. No. Famous last words. <laughs> there Blue will be no dragon daggers. Ranger. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Anyway, got, okay, for so real, with no without for real, any for real. without any without any sarcasm. Uh, thank you guys for the nice introduction and for inviting me on. I, uh, <laughs> you guys know I'm a big listener. I've been on your the other podcast that you guys have hosted, and uh, uh, it is I I I've told you this offcast. I'm saying it right now to lock it in that listening to season one of the Power Trip was absolutely a highlight of 2022 for me. Uh, so it's really cool to get to 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 come on and talk about some super cool stuff that's happening. I was actually yeah, a little sure. surprised you were invited. On. I'm just like, oh, okay. Apparently, this is happening. Why were you surprised? <laughs> Why were you surprised? What is wrong with me inviting our friend? I didn't Danny say there was anything wrong. I was just, uh, I was just surprised. Well, my That's chop, all. My chop the liver, my man. chand, and my chop the uh, liver. What are you talking about? Come on, man. Look, look. Here's the thing. Look, here's the thing, Danny. He called after I invited you on 
he calls me immediately and I'm in a meeting with a client and he calls me and I call him back and I said, are you calling to tell, are you calling to ask me why I invited Danny? He's like, yeah, why the hell did you invite Danny on? He's not even, oh, yeah, he's because not I a totally part of this t- said it like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. That exactly, Marchand. It's exactly how you said it. Like, why the Slander. hell would you invite that, that ne'er-do-well Danny DeManna onto <laughs> oh, our show? You used that word against me, Marchand? Ne'er-do-well? Really? Danny, well, tell, just... tell the listeners with attitude who you are and what you do. Well, um, I'll keep this as, as brief as possible because it feels that's like that's hard for you. <laughs> it is, but it feels like I do about a thousand things. I'm on a lot of podcasts. I, I do uh, voice acting on podcasts. Nate, I've been on your show doing mm-hmm. voices. I don't even know how many voices. And uh, you, you <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think so far you're still only on one hand, but I expect it to get to a second. Oh, no, no. It's, it's past one hand by this, by this point. <laughs> I'm past one hand. But uh but Nate's really used clip- to that one hand, one handedness, isn't he? See, wow, wow, there it is. <laughs> it's- <laughs> it's- <laughs> I didn't say anything. I don't care. Just- <laughs> Nate, that's nothing. That is that is not deserve the dragon. It's okay, nothing. That is it is a that is a simple. Right. I mean, you are no, you no, are wrong. What wrong button? Wrong. That's the button Stop I was looking wrong. for. <laughs> Podcast are- master. Nick no, Nate, you you're a writer and you and you're right handed. I'm assuming you only use one hand to write. Yes. I mean, come on. What did What'd you, you think, think I meant? Come on. Jeez. Seriously. Good Lord. Okay, well, Nate's broken. While he's while he's having oh, while he's the rails. Anyway. While well, he's few, laughing yeah. hysterically at something that should not be laughed at because it wasn't all that funny. Anyway, yeah. Danny, go ahead and tell the listeners with attitude what what your uh, what your what you th- what the things that you do are. All right. Well, my main claim to heavy air quotes. This makes for good radio fame. You can hear the air quotes is Mm -hmm. uh, I am the creator and author of the Godzilla novelization project, which is an ongoing uh, nearly five years in the making project to from a, you know, as a fan, this is not official, uh, write and adapt full length English language novelizations of all the Godzilla films, because my main uh, presence and like nerd, nerd presence, I guess you could say is uh, within the Godzilla and Kaiju fandom and uh, Power Rangers Mm -hmm. is obviously tangential to that. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's part of that whole thing, but Godzilla is my main, my main jam. Uh, if you see my name floating around online, either my actual name or the Godzilla novelization project or GNP for short, then it'll be something associated with Godzilla for, for the most part. I've gotten to do a lot of really cool things. Thanks to my association with that, uh, with the character and with my love for it and, and all that good stuff too much to, to get into here, but that's my main, my main, uh, my main thing. That's my main thing. You're it's you're so one fun. you're a very rare individual because you're one of the few people that I know of that actually started with Sentai first before mm-hmm. you yes. started with Power Rangers. Yes. Now this is this at is least a, in the English thing. speaking world. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's true. I uh, this is this is way too broad a thing to within the purview of this particular show. save it for Die Rangers. Yeah. So, but ever so briefly, yes, most of my. Uh, exposure to the ranger sentai world is actually sentai now i want it made clear i am not an anti-power ranger person i know there are a lot of people out there who are purists one way or the other i'm not one of those people but i have a lot more uh, knowledge and just exposure to sentai than i do to power rangers and i'm this year my plan and partly inspired by your show is to change that and i'm actually currently trying to work my way through as much 
straight up Power Rangers as I can to, to fill in the blanks with the stuff I've never seen and uh, just get a better picture should. for the whole thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To get a better picture mm-hmm. for the whole thing. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I, I love it all. And what really makes me excited is I always love the idea that there's more out there of something within this genre of tokusatsu that I've never seen. (laughs) The thought that there's more out there I haven't seen is very exciting for me because I love to check things off lists and uh, Power Rangers for too long has been a uh, not entirely blank part of my checklist like with note I've seen Power Rangers but I haven't seen a lot and I haven't seen as much as I want slash need to so that changes Mm -hmm. this year and uh your show is a big part of why I decided to take the plunge. Y'all inspired me. Inspired. Well, uh, well, and we, thanks to Christmas, we've supplied your new obsession for. A yes, while. yes. These two uh, listeners with attitude. Oh, it feels so good to say that. Listeners with attitude. <laughs> these, <laughs> these two goobers got me goobers. the shout factory. Um, you know what you are, Marchand. Uh, got me the uh, the power the complete. Uh, Mighty Morphin on DVD, which is something I did not own. I was relying on Netflix for, you know, my Ranger consumption, but I'm a, I'm a physical media or die person. So it's weird that you own it. Yes. I need that on a t-shirt. Physical media. (laughs) Give me physical media or give me death. I would wear that shirt. (laughs) Uh, nobody steal that, by the way. Uh, I'm going to make a fortune off of those. But yes, Get your you guys got me. on, right? <laughs> that's right. You, you guys got me the discs of Mighty Morphin. And uh, I started I started uh, watching it from the beginning uh, pretty soon after I got it. I haven't finished. I haven't gotten through season one the whole way yet, but it's been nice to to dive back in and get reacquainted. And I'm finding little bits of like, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. So it's been cool to really dive in on it so uh Mm -hmm, i told you guys when i got that set that by the end of this year every physical release of power rangers will probably be on my shelf because once i start with these things i can't stop and it's all your fault it's all your fault (laughs) well problem to have well rest assured you'll be able to get most of the saban and disney stuff for about as cheap as mill creek ultraman after that it starts getting nutty (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's a little yeah. bit nuts now. Yeah, with I think Samurai is Samurai and Super Samurai were my most expensive sets. Yeah, I, uh, I, I it's doing, one of the yeah. worst ones. <laughs> yeah, I started doing yeah. research on the sets, and uh, yeah, I saw the prices on those. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get to know you a little bit more because you're coming back for a later episode when we talk I about uh, Gose Gose Sentai Die Ranger. And so we'll get. We'll get to know you a little bit more then, but for, but for this particular lightning round, we have a lot of ground to cover because, um, mommy and daddy Hasbro dropped a bunch (laughs) of stuff on us today. Um, on the same day, you guys started talking about mommy Rita, which I find on the same day, on the the same day we started talking about mommy repulsa, uh, mommy, mommy and uncle, uh, aunt and uncle Hasbro, uh, yeah. yeah, And I've, and I just started die ranger, which, which has leather mommy and daddy. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Save it for the, I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you the same thing. You tell me, save it for the show. Save it for the show, show, Michael. (laughs) There you go. That's uh, the show, Michael. Ah! Okay. Uh, Free impression. All right, Michael. So, what, what are you saying? So the first, 
so the first the first few things we can kind of zoom through uh, because it's all product stuff, and I don't know how I don't know how much of the uh, fan stream that you guys watched today was with with some of the with, with I watched the all of Hasbro. it, bro. You watched I, all of it, Danny. Was I, you able I, Were you able to I watch only, all of it? Okay, I only saw the uh, Cosmic Fury and uh, 30th anniversary stuff. I need to go back okay. and watch the toy stuff, uh, but right, I'm not done yeah. that yet. I mean, so, some would argue the toy stuff's the most important stuff, but I anyway, would I don't know so. if I, I mean, would... Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. It's not like I'm sitting in a room surrounded by toys right now. <laughs> Makes for great radio, well, I know, but you know. I um I I I always use the I always use your quote uh when I talk about my office. When my you can't see it right now, obviously, listeners with attitude, you can't see it at all, period. But you guys can't see it because I'm up against the wall here. But I'm surrounded in my bliss. So you're nesting <laughs> yes. in your bliss. I'm surrounded in my bliss right now. So yes. anyway, so, ha- <laughs> so put that Hasbro. on a t-shirt too. Gonna. <laughs> so the team from Hasbro uh, uh, graced us with some new product reveals. Some that we knew we were, some that we knew were coming, and some that we didn't know were coming. Um, and the team from Hasbro was John, the product director. Uh, Jordan, the product designer, and Sam, who is the brand writer. So they all came together and introduced a few uh, new products. The first product they showed off was the Lightning Collection Dino Thunder Black uh, and Dr. O, Tommy. Um, Overall, what do you guys think of the sculpt? I think the sculpt looks good. Like, you know, it's, you could, and they, and Sam was obviously getting choked up when they were talking about it. So Mm -hmm. uh, given, given the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty good. I, I mean, I, I'm interested in buying it, but I, it doesn't really like jump out me as an exceptional lightning collection figure necessarily. But it is nice to have that, and I think now the Dino Thunder team is complete, so you can check uh, that with off. that. Uh, with that, I believe, I, be, I yeah. believe so. Yeah, there's Dr. only I the think, last one. I think that's this is only what the. Th- fourth team the fourth complete ranger team now in the lightning collection mighty Morphin in space is now complete zeo is complete so yeah dino thunder is the is yeah the, is the fourth, is and the, the fourth team and that's we're completed, instantly yeah. going to get a fifth one once the alien rangers get released as a set <laughs> oh yeah oh, for sure Lord, which i already right. pre-ordered that now and just to keep things simple all the things that we're going to be talking about in this particular recap in this in this portion of the recap are all available for all, all available for pre-order either on hasbro hasbro plus uh, big bad toy store, etc. So they should buy now. If you're in, if you're in the, if if you're in the Ranger fandom, you know where to find these things. I don't have to uh, spell that out for you guys. Um, but they also showed off. Speaking of Dino Thunder, they also showed off a pretty good looking Mezagog. I was surprised how Mezagog <laughs> looks really good. <laughs> um, I was actually now, this, this one. This one I really want. This one I really yeah this <laughs> this one got spoiled a few days ago uh do from our friends in Singapore from our friends in Singapore because apparently Hasbro can't control their uh um product releases around the rest of the world but <laughs> their shipment chain you know their their shipment chain their their supply chain whatever supply you chain. want to call it so they can't control their supply chain good enough that we got a leak of 
Mezagog from from Singapore, and it looks really good. Um, I'll nice. probably pick that one up. I'll probably pick that one up well as well. I've already ordered the Doctor O. Mm-hmm. I've already pre-ordered the Doctor O, I should say, mm-hmm. and I'll probably pre-order Mezagog. I was a little on the mm-hmm. fence, but after thinking about it, it just makes sense. You I mean, come on, Michael. Dino. He he's top t- he's top ten Ranger villain. <laughs> it's true. No, I I like Mezag. I like Mezagog. We had a we had such a good time talking about Dino Fury on that uh, stream with our friend Kim. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, and the next product they showed off was one that was important to you and I, Nathan. Uh, right. and that's, that's Kendrick's. This one was, a this one was the one I believe that was a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, um, this one was a bit of a surprise. I'm surprised and yet not that they didn't do what I was saying actually, like a year ago that they should do, which is they should make one figure with two heads. So you could have mm-hmm. Kendrick's and Corone, but the, uh, but it's just Kendrick's, which is fine. Kendrick's is a, is a cool character, but I was still a little disappointed because blue wigs and black leather. But <laughs> there it yeah, is. I'm mean, just going to embrace the shtick at this point. But oh, I'm guessing point, what Hasbro okay. really wants to do is just make a second figure so they can milk this. I mean, it makes sense. It I mean, does. A, it makes a, sense from a, from a business, business standpoint, standpoint, but how as very a, Hasbro of Hasbro. It is. <laughs> you know, so there's I'm a little bit cynical about it, but at the same time, it makes business sense because and we all you know, know that we'll get, buy it. They're going to get your damn money, Marchand. That's the yeah, thing. They, they, they are. You know, they've got you, especially <laughs> if Cor- if a Corona variant happens. Uh, I mean, there's first of all, you can tell me oh, I'll think about it. No nonsense that will be a day one pre-order you will order 14 of them <laughs> two for each day of the week <laughs> wait <laughs> yeah and and i'm not trying and okay and i'm not trying to be that guy and i'm not trying to well actually people and and i kind of be a uh, a douche about it but saying <laughs> when, when 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 sam was talking about the kendrick's figure they kind of glossed over some pretty important aspects of the lore. Uh, I would say, I mean, in the, I know Nathan, you and I were talking about before we got on cast, you're like, Oh, are you well actualing these people? I'm like, well, kinda because what, what Sam said was, uh, she didn't, uh, she, she sort of sacrificed herself. Well, not really. She died. She like straight up, she didn't sacrifice herself. She just died. I mean, I guess you could, I guess you could say that she kind of sacrificed herself because she didn't have to, to go into that inner, in, into the inner energy burst. I can't talk right now, I guess. Uh, she didn't have to do what she did. So she, I guess she kind of sacrificed herself, but it was kind of an understatement to say, Oh, she sacrificed right. herself when she just died. Right. Um, and then, and then, and then Sam says that, uh, she handed over the quasar saber. No, 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 no. The quasar no. saber just left. You guys can't see this, but Michael is putting his glasses on right now. And uh, well, speaking of glasses, <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, okay. So again, I say that it's a nitpick, and I'm just kind of poke. I'm I'm poking fun a little bit because you know they were in a they were in a time crunch. Of course, when you're in a rush like that, you're gonna gloss over some stuff. I'm just I'm just as a fan, I'm just nitpicking right now, and you know, don't come at me. Um, but speaking of glasses, yes, what makes this one interesting is because they, you can remove the glasses from the Kendrick's, right. so that's, that's which is not the only new figure that they're making where that has now has removable glasses because they're, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to there. that in we'll a second, there. but we'll I just find right. that we'll interesting you know that what that's I see a new feature the, that they're adding. 
This is what I see in the future of Power Rangers toy collectors. A lot of missing glasses. <laughs> a lot of eBay oh. scalpers trying to sell used Kendrick's figures. Glasses. Yes. Sans glasses. Glasses not included. Yes. They are lost in the carpet. Yes. You will never find them again. Oh, no. And then you'll have those tiny. people who will just sell yeah. the glasses for about 20 bucks. Yeah. Oh, you're right. This is Kendrick's glasses. $500 plus shipping. <laughs> yes. Oh like no, it's really it's really funny like the Power Rangers toy fandom is really interesting because like you'll see people post online it's like hey, does anyone have the left triceratops uh antler uh for sale? And I guess I mean it makes sense cuz these things were made in the 90s, they're probably falling apart at this point. Not everyone has it's very rare to have a 1993 Megazord fully intact. Uh, with all the pieces and all the little parts and stuff. So it's not uncommon to see in these collector groups, like people asking for parts basically. So like the way I gather it is they're fi- they're going on eBay and they're finding these different parts and they're trying to retrofit them all together. And they're just doing that. I don't know. It's just part of it. It's just part it's of being a, a, remi- a Power Rangers reminds, toy collector. Yeah. It reminds me a lot yeah. of uh, Godzilla collectors because again, that's my main sphere of nerdery right. and collecting. Um, for anybody out there who is familiar with the old Shogun Warriors Godzilla, the giant oh, Godzilla yeah. from the seventies, if you go onto eBay right now, you will see people just selling the head, the fist, the tail for e- exorbitant prices. Um, because mm-hmm. again, this is a toy from the seventies, and the the rock it, it, there was a rocket fist. Um, the fist mm-hmm. it had a mechanism where you could launch it, and a lot of fists got lost. So, like, I have a Shogun Warrior Godzilla, and mine, of course you do. Of course I do, but it only has one arm. It only has one hand because the rocket fist mm-hmm. is missing. So every once in a while, I'll get online and say, hey, you got just a hand, you know, or some people will look for just the lever to make the tongue come out or just the head or just the the tail. So a lot of people find their Shogun Warriors Godzilla's in five or six pieces and then piecemeal them together to make one toy. So it may, I've done that with collectibles. I have some... Uh, Masters of the Universe stuff in a box somewhere that I piecemealed together to get complete figures. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely a thing. It's a it's, it's no the it sacrifices is. we make <laughs> to collect toys. It is, and like some of the like especially some of those '90s toys, like the '90s Zord toys, like they had, they came with so many like small little little parts that yeah, over time they're either going to break or they're going to get lost and fall off, you know, etc. Yeah. So it just makes sense. I just it's just a, a minor little observation. Uh, the next thing that they showed off was, uh, and this is no surprise at all, Dino Fury Blue, which I will say the sculpt on that looks pretty good. Um, the face sculpt in particular looks really good. It actually it actually looks like Kai Moya, mm-hmm. who coincidentally showed off the figure and was he seemed genuinely excited to see himself in action figure form. And I'm sitting there like, but you've already been an action you've already figure. seen yourself. You've already been an action figure. Like, like what more is action there? Figure. Why was there no joke about this? Well, exactly. Like why I, w- I kept waiting for the joke, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the next thing they showed off was uh, a Tanga two pack. Man. Okay. It's, are, is this, the, are either of these the same Tanga that's already been released? It's the same sculpt, but the paint is a little bit different. I think if I'm not mistaken, the paint is supposed to resemble like the Tengas from the movie, not the show. Okay, so this is these are technically these are Tengu different. These are technically different, but they're the same. They're the same sculpt, okay. the same name on the box. They're still the Tenga Warriors, 
but they're technically, I believe they're supposed to resemble the paint at the paint from the show because in the, in or not in the movie, sorry, because in the movie, there was a lot more variation on their, their armor. There was like greens, there's like metallic greens and blues and things like that. But in the show, it was more like flat purple. Um, so I think these are supposed to resemble more closely the, uh, the movie itself. Okay. But the, but the star of the show outside of the, we'll get to the 30th anniversary stuff here in a minute, but, uh, the star of the show, at least for the lightning collection was the, uh, Zord Ascension projects, Astro Megazord, uh, which is still up for pre-order. So Nathan, (laughs) how, how much, let me ask you this. How much, just, just how much. Do you want this thing, this little hunk of plastic and die cast? (laughs) I wanted it when it was announced, but when they showed it off on the stream, I'm like, oh, good Lord, this is better than I thought. Thing's huge. It's gigantic. It has little mini figures that could go in the cockpits. It's just there's so many things. It has the little shuttle that's that you can dock into the thing. It's just, I did not know how detailed this was going to be. I was shocked. I'm like, this is, it's tapping into my love of transformers now too. So you can actually transform because you and I said this on that in space episode, the in space Megazord, the Astro Megazord is beautifully simple. I'm really impressed by the, um, the Astro Megazord. Honestly, that thing is huge. It's like four. I think I wrote down in the notes. It was like 14 for sure. Yeah, it's over a foot tall. It's like 14.5 inches, approximately 37 centimeters. Yeah, something and, like that. It, and this is the third, this is the third zap figure that they've done, and it's like two or three inches taller than the other ones because they compared it yeah, to the OG I mean, Megazord. And it's it just makes it towers over it. It just makes me wonder how big the Thunder Megazord's gonna be when they finally get around to that, because the Thunder Megazord was a was a beefy figure back in the day, too. You have to rent that sucker um, its own apartment. Right. So, so Danny, uh, you're going to have to rent an apartment for your collection. Yeah. Don't tell me. I'm already looking at prices locally. Um, (laughs) Um, But just some, but just some of the, just some of the specs for the Astro Megazord, just to keep us on track. Uh, It's, it's appropriate because it's celebrating the 25th anniversary of in space, uh, which Jordan on the stream, uh, I think it was the the product designer, uh, noted that that was super important to him to have something from in space for the 25th anniversary. Um, it also, it's the box design is also done by Tracy Chang. Uh, that box was gorgeous. My gosh. Oh, the box is fantastic. Like, oh my gosh, they're, they're trying, they're really trying to incentivize people to keep the packaging. It's brilliant. So the box design was done by Tracy Chang, uh, with help from subject zero that did the interior box art. Um, it comes with a bunch of accessories, the mini Rangers, the sword, the blaster, the shield, et cetera, what you would expect, alternate hands. Um, and it looks like this is going to be a Q2 release. So this is still up for pre-order. I still, I actually, after the stream and they showed it off, I was like, well, crap, I'm just going to do it. So I pre-ordered it. I got mine pre-ordered through big bad toy store. Uh, so it's a Q2 release for anyone interested. Are you trying? Are are you hoping to get Big Bad Toy Store as a sponsor? I, I'm detecting sponsorship. Well, I mean, if they inquiries, want to Danny. sponsor, if <laughs> if if Big me. Bad Toy Store wants to sponsor this podcast, I will totally take it. Like if even if Hasbro, even if Hasbro Pulse, if they want to sponsor this podcast, I'll totally take it. Like I will take back any bad thing I've ever said about Hasbro Pulse if they if they just sponsor this show. And the only person who calls is Jay. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I like Jay. Jay's a good. Jay's a good people. Uh, Toku Toy people. Town people, 
Give him money. Yeah, token toy <laughs> I'm going to talk Give about a person money. who's yes. taken a lot of my paychecks over the last couple of years, Jay. <laughs> oh, I'm still paying. Like I'm still paying off some stuff. I've still I still got to pay him for my marmot uh, Godzilla tower. Um, but oh boy, I know that story. <laughs> Wow. Oh yeah, I still he's I still uh, gotta pay him for he's that. He's got one. you by both of them. That's all I'm gonna say. I, just, this, <laughs> I mean, he Godzilla gave me a good. He get, he actually gave me a pretty good deal on it. Yeah, he gave me a pretty good deal on it. Anyway, Indeed. yeah. Anyway, so 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 just to keep us on track, the the biggest the big deal of why we are gathered together here to talk about <laughs> are we Power church? Rangers. <laughs> we are gathered the, here the big, together. To well, we are gathered. Yes. <laughs> well, we are well, gathered we are here gathered today here to celebrate twelve. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bold, uh, biblical, and refreshingly practical. <laughs> 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 how many of our in jokes are we just gonna plaster all over this episode oh to thoroughly okay. confuse right. everyone <laughs> okay fine all right fine i'm trying to keep us on track people but i can't i guess having danny on here was a mistake i warned um, you wow. anyway <laughs> wow i've been power shamed live on the air <laughs> yeah, at least i got a badumptish uh, out of it you know <laughs> Yeah, That's true. That's true. Anyway, the 30th anniversary stuff. So that so next, the Hasbro team transitioned to talking about the 30th anniversary. And this is stuff we've seen before. Uh, the conversation was led by Alan, who is their uh, brand creative, um, and Loretta, who is their product designer. And they talked about some of the um, remastered figures that we've already seen leaks for. We've already seen it leaked for uh, uh, Mighty Morphin Blue, uh, Billy Cranston. Um, and today they showed off Mighty Morphin Yellow Trini with some enhancements. And so that's the whole point of these remastered figures is the enhancements to the sculpt, uh, particularly the pinless, um, I guess apparently pinless, I don't collect articulated figures that much, but apparently pinless figures or pinless joints, I should say, are a big deal. Uh, Danny, right. you're more into the articulated stuff than I am. Um, ball joints all the way. Yeah, ball joints right. all the way. Pinless, anything pinless right. apparently is a big deal. Yeah, um, well, oh. it's it's that, and a lot of other toy collectors have also been preferring to have uh, the screw holes hidden. Mm, you know, yeah, because that's because they would complain. It's like, especially with things like Playmates figures with the Godzilla toys, they were complaining mm. that that you could because they like doing figure photography and stuff, and you could really only display it or photograph it from one side. And if you went on to the other side, there were all of the screw holes, which is why the later Playmates toys for, say, Godzilla versus Kong, they would actually fill them. They put little caps on them to yeah, hide. It just now, makes the caps for a, are obvious, but it's still better than a glaring screw hole. It just makes for a much cleaner presentation. And the belt actually has like black paint around that mm. and the holster that emulates the show a little bit closer. Uh, they paid particular attention to the face sculpts on these to make them a little bit more screen accurate. They said, um, and then they are giving us a lot more accessories. So you're not going to be sacrificing, for example, you're not gonna be sacrificing a set of hands. Uh, these things are coming with three sets of hands with some effect mm -hmm. pieces and some extra little things uh, worked in. I, I, I particularly, you know, I, I like them. Um, I, I did pre-order them. So, mm -hmm. I mean, not just because it had the 30th, well, maybe just because it had the 30th anniversary logo yeah, on nice it. Nice try. I, I was going to say <laughs> um, the, I'm, I'm interested in getting Trini because that's the only one of the OG Mighty Morphin figures I don't have. 
And I'll sell you my trainee get... once this trainee comes. Yeah. What? If you want it, I'll sell you my trainee if you, once once this trainee comes. <laughs> or am I getting bro pricing? <laughs> I mean, depends on. And you're not giving me Scorpina, yourself. obviously, because she came with a two pack with Scorpina. <laughs> no, I have the I have the individual trainee. Oh, there was an individual in- trainee. Okay. I have the individual Mighty Morph. I have the. I've only ever released. seen the two pack, so I didn't know. Yeah, I have the original release trainee. Uh, okay. From from the one of the like the first one of the first waves or one of the first or whatever wave it was. Yeah. Um, but did, have you guys had a chance to look at these? They've been all over the internet today. I don't know. Like I don't know what else to say about these. They look good. I'm glad that I'm glad that Hasbro is actually making efforts to go how back many, and correct some of the mistakes from these yeah, past. Yeah. I mean, how how many of them are they going to make? Is it just going to be the the whole team? It's from what we understand, Mighty it's Morphin just gonna, it, it's the whole Mighty Morphin team. Uh, red through red, green, black, blue, yellow, pink. You know, the whole, yeah. the, the whole nine. They the made a thing. big deal about the fact that you can pose them for the morphing, uh, do the morphing pose, and they have new accessories coming with them to make it look like they're morphing. Yeah, that was a big deal to them. Like, even down to the, uh, the new box art that they're showing off and the new, like, brand creative, the, the new, um, the, ah, crap, what do you, I, I, my mind is blank. I should know these things because this is part of my job. Uh, like the new brand assets and the new mm-hmm. styles and the things of, of the, the, the overall brand appearance of the 30th anniversary has, uh, they said the inspiration for that was taken from, you know, the morphing sequence. So it's a lot of like prism effects, lighting, like lighting and glow effects and stuff like that. It looks really nice. Like they showed off a poster and I'm trying to find, the artist's name. Uh, oh, here it is. The poster artist was Orlando Ar- uh, Aracena, uh, yeah. who goes by Mexifunk on Instagram, is apparently the one that did this artwork. It really looks good. And they said it was inspired by retro pop art and uh, Neo Tokyo Neon. So mm-hmm. think like super bright neon colors you know, it was inspired by their, it was inspired by the teleportation and the morphing sequence, which makes a whole heck of a lot of sense because as Loretta uh, pointed out, that's one of the things that that's one of the most memorable things about power Rangers is that morphing sequence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So right. these are up for pre-order same places, big bad toy store, Hasbro pulse, Amazon. Uh, I think they're on Amazon. Pretty sure. Uh, but these are going to be a little bit more expensive, uh, since they are remastered and they come with a little bit more stuff. So this is going to be like 40 or sorry, 34 bucks, like 33 99. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I've already horrible. got mine pre-ordered. Yeah. yeah. Still not terrible, but I'd have to, Hasbro- I think another thing about it, I might have to get the green Ranger so I can have one to put on the shelf again. Hasbro. Yeah, Hasbro's pricing has slowly been creeping up anyway from that like 20 from that like 19 to $22 that it started out at to $25. Now it's in the, now it's in the mid thirties. So they've been slowly creeping up in price. So is everything though. Right, right, right. But now we're to the meat and potatoes of this conversation, but uh, which is our main discussion point, which is, the Power Rangers 30th anniversary special once and always, and the interview with the Cosmic Fury uh, team. So um, I'm actually, uh, so during this interview, uh, Sam, uh, the representative from Hasbro, 
Uh, they conducted an interview with Simon Bennett, who is the executive producer of Cosmic Fury and Once and Always. Uh, Rebecca Barnes, who is the who is one of the writers for the ter- for the 30th anniversary and Cosmic Fury, and Alwyn Dale, who is also a writer for the the special and Cosmic Fury. So uh, they did a a fun little 20 minute interview talking about everything about the 30th anniversary and talking about cosmic fury. And we got some teases and some little things here and there. Uh, so I want to start with Danny cause you watched the interview. What did, what did you think about what, uh, let's specifically talk about the 30th anniversary. What did you think about that? That part of the interview? I thought it was very, I'm trying not to use, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right word for it because the usual words are popping into my head, exciting <clears throat> and nostalgic and uh, <clears throat> just, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that that really is what it was. Uh, I, I'd seen the little behind the scenes, the two minute thing that Netflix put up uh, that, that interviewed the cast and such. And <clears throat> uh, I saw that before I saw this live stream and hearing what the creative team had to say in conjunction with what I'd seen in that little it's not a trailer, just a little bit the behind the scenes peek, whatever you want, the teaser, mm. whatever you want to call it. A little sneak peek, yeah. Little little sneak peek. It really kind of made it all gel together a little bit more and really drive home the the idea that, yeah, it's it's just how in the world has it been 30 years? <laughs> you know? And the idea of tackling the characters, the specifically the returning characters, and talking about mm. where they've been. And what they've been doing now that they're adults, uh, as if they weren't technically adults in Mighty Morphin anyway. Um, well, yeah. I know, you know, whatever. It's, but, it's um, Steve McQueen syndrome there. Steve McQueen syndrome. Uh-huh. It's all good. Yeah. Where of the blob, y'all. But uh, it's like all that all that good stuff. And then thinking about how they're going to combine, because they one of the things they mentioned was, we're going to combine that nineties feel with contemporary television storytelling. And I, it got my Mm. brain thinking, how are they going to, how are they going to pull that off? Because mighty Morphin is such, and this is an understatement and I'm going to say it anyway, such a, a a wacky snapshot of uh, pop culture in the early nineties, just in terms of everything about it from, from the lingo to the way that they dressed all that good stuff. And you have to have an element of that or multiple elements of it carry over. If you're going to do a mighty Morphin tribute, but 30 years have passed and these, the, the people that they interviewed seemed like they were really, really tuned in to it. That's mm-hmm. the, impl- the impression I got is that I, I, uh, I kind of implicitly trusted these two people while I was listening to them. Uh, and it definitely, it definitely got me excited. It definitely got me excited. One thing I'm really, one thing I'm really kind of excited by as a fan, it seems as though the team that what the, the team behind the 30th anniversary seems to have really leaned into the the past experience and let the let the actual like the ranger actors like David Yost, Walter Jones, Catherine Sutherland and and the others like they let them um dictate some of the things that happened in the thir- the 30th anniversary cuz who 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 knows better than the people who were actually there so one of the examples that they gave was, you know, they consulted with uh, Walter Jones and David Yost when something would happen, they would consult with them and say, oh, how would Billy, how would Billy and Zach react to this? Or what, or how would Billy and Zach, or what has Billy and Zach been up to since their time on Rangers? Because uh, Walter Jones in that, in that teaser 
in that behind the team in that behind the scenes says it's been 28 years since he's been on set at a power. He's been, uh, yeah. been on set with power. And yet, well, that's and a, that's hasn't crazy. aged. He hasn't <laughs> aged. Oh God, no, no, they no, all look hasn't. good. Actually, I, and the they other all thing is so great. They do. And the other thing that's interesting is I think Walter Jones says like, this is the first time I've, ever, I've worked with Steve, Steve Cardenas, Steve Cardenas. Yeah. yeah, Steve yeah. Cardenas was I, one of the replacements. He was one they of the were technically in, in the yeah, same the, season with one another, but they've never suited up with one another. It was crazy. They never suited yeah. up with one another. So that's that's crazy yeah. to think that it, after all this time, you're going to get to see those two characters, not just the actors, the characters interacting, right. which is right. really exciting. Really, One exciting. of the things that occurred to me watching this is that this is actually going in a different direction than the other anniversary specials. Did you guys notice that? This is yeah. this one is zeroing in on Mighty Morphin and basically making it a Mighty Morphin tribute, whereas all of the other anniversary specials we've had before this were these massive crossovers that yeah, this, had this feels varying more, levels uh, of success. <laughs> this honestly, and just based on, I mean, we've literally seen no footage from this thing except for some B-roll. We've only seen the interviews. We've only seen the two minutes that Netflix has shown us, but something about this because uh, it's again it's an anniversary special but like you said nate it's not a crossover it something about this feels a little bit more intimate mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. again that has that is based on literally no footage that it, we have seen nothing from this thing that right. has been look we haven't looked through the camera yet so we don't know what the scope of this thing is going right. to be but something about it seems a little bit more intimate than a massive 200 bajillion people in ranger costumes fighting 200 bajillion people in monster costumes uh, right. kind of thing. Right. Which is, it leaves me really curious because it looks like, cause people have been screenshotting and no analyzing this thing all day today. Oh as, yeah. Yeah. As you would do. And they're fighting, they're finding some interesting things that at least seems to imply elements of mm -hmm. the story. Like people, someone spotted what looks like Zordon's cracked tube from countdown to destruction. I'm trying to think what are some of the other mm, things that people are um, noticing the pal, the moon palace, which people are debating online if it's really the moon palace or if it's the machine or if it's a nod to the machine empire. Personally, I think it's the big gear yeah. on the wall. I personally think it's a nod. It may be a little bit of a nod to both, but someone pointed out online that, um, even Rita's palace had gears and things right. like going on inside right her palace. The, right over the right. arch that leads to her telescope. There are several gears mm -hmm. above the arch um, right. where she would walk. So that might be what we're seeing. Uh, or it could be a machine empire thing, which does right. potentially play into one thing we'll talk about in a minute. Right, right, right. Maybe and we'll and we saw more stuff that seems to confirm that we're leading up to SPD because canonically SPD takes place in 2025 and you know, we're not quite there yet, but we've seen, I think we've now seen two people in SPA. So instead of mm -hmm. space patrol Delta, it's probably space patrol alpha. So it's a different mm -hmm. division and it's we've seen earlier. Adam and yeah. Aisha in those uniforms. Yes. So, so I, it, we're getting, Rain, other rangers from mighty morphin they're just not apparently on the team because we do have zach and adam so we have both mighty morphin black rangers mm -hmm. but adam is in spa which and kind you know, of and then aisha is yellow but we well and we'll get to that we apparently trini mm -hmm. has a daughter 
Because that's which, how they're which we'll, for we'll get we'll get to May in just a minute. But mm-hmm. there's also another kind of green elephant in the room uh, <laughs> in some of that B-roll footage that we're all. Yeah, because I was that was the most handle. surprising thing. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. How? Like, it's just how? there. He was just there, you know, very matter of fact. He was fact. just there. Yeah. And now, I so I, I don't I don't if it's. Go ahead, Danny. Finish your thought. Maybe a flashback. Is it a flat? Is it a flashback? Could it be a flashback? Maybe. Maybe. This is something that occurred to me after I saw, I I watched the the clip again for like the second or third time. And just the way that it was so beautifully set up to resemble uh, a a Mighty Morphin episode. And like the, the the setting looked like a mighty morphin hilltop uh you have putties running around there's a very brief glimpse of rita's hat uh in that her sequence crazy on the hill. Uh, Our, her headdress we'll, yeah. we'll get to rita yeah we'll get to rita in a second but it looked so like are we looking at a flashback did they film a flashback where something happens that like maybe something happens to one of the two returning uh, or several returning MMPR characters that plays into what happens 30 years later. Maybe we're looking at Mm. a recreation of a battle we never saw from MMPR. Could that be why green is there? So matter of factly, or are we looking at something that's happening quote unquote right now, currently in the story? And that raises the question of what are they going to do with green? Um, what's going on? My thought has, my thought has always been because, and I'm going to, I'm going to gloss over this quickly because I don't want to dwell on it. But earlier today, Mm -hmm. bat in the sun said that, uh, no, that is not Tommy all that is not JDF in that uniform, which Which we knew, which we knew that. Uh, and I'm, and I, and I, and I'm, and I respect those guys at bat in the sun, but it just came off as very like matter of fact and like kind of wet blankety. Um, given how excited fans were to like today was not the day to set to, to do that in my, in my humble opinion. Um, but it just makes me wonder if they won't take old ADR from Jason David Frank and just Mm -hmm. use it. Like that's possible. It would be a very simple thing to do. Just have him show up in the line and have some B roll of, of it's morphin time. And that's, that's all that, that and that might be all they need, at least mm-hmm. production yeah. wise. All they would need is like the, the, it's morphin time. See, and then some of the other yeah, stuff, right. like that's all they really would need. Yes. Right. Um, the, it just makes me, it just makes me wonder. And th- then like someone else posted a really interesting fan theory today that maybe it's Adam. Maybe Adam is he was ad- green do- adorn adorn no, no, the green twice. outfit. Huh? He was green. He was green twice. He was yeah. He was green twice. He was turbo green and uh, zeo green. green. Um. So it would kind of make sense for Johnny Young Bosch to take that place if JDF because we know now and, that JDF and JDF was, and him got along really well. Oh yeah, JDF mm-hmm. and him were very very close. Like it would make sense, especially now that we know that JDF was very much done done with Power Rangers and wasn't coming back even yeah. before he passed away, uh, it would make sense for them to write it that Johnny Young Bosch or Adam uh, took the mantle of Green Ranger. Which uh, solved, because we see that, it know? solves but, that. It does. But it also it, now it, it opens up that. the door yeah, but, to what are they going to do? Yeah, there's, about, but there's also one other thing that's going to need to be addressed, and that is Catherine's in this. Okay, yeah. so Catherine's... Yeah, because Catherine's. there's because canonically they're they're together. 
Oh yeah, that's right. They were husband well, and wife canonically in the canonically. comics. Now yeah. so, it's never been firmly established in the show, but it's been firmly established in say the boom studios comics and things like that. that well, yeah. I mean, they got together. They got married. It's not, it's not firmly established, but if you think about dimensions in danger, you know, uh, we know Tommy Tommy's was, married because he's, he's he goes to his house and he has a son. We don't know who he was the, talking who, to. J- I think he may he's have talking been talking to JJ. To, we he? don't know who his mother is, but mm-hmm. it's just been generally accepted and confirmed in Boom Studios. So it just makes me wonder: Catherine. did they gloss? Will they gloss over that? Will they just? I hope kind they of, don't. Do they? I do hope they, they don't. Use, but do they use her presence in this special? As a way, like, is she the one who tells us what happens to Tommy? Are they going to do that? Are they going to go there? Is she going to be the person who says, "Okay, I have to tell you what happened"? Or are, are they? Are, is it? Are they? Bra- I don't want to use the word brave enough. That implies well, they. I don't think that th- this thing was written before they before yeah. the well before the news would have happened. I don't think they would have changed it. I mean, like if that, that if that was the case, if that was the case, that is really creepy. If they did that, that it, that would be really like, kind of like Simpsons premonitiony. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> predicting the future. Um, I mean, it, honestly, if they were going to make the decision to go back and maybe have Catherine do some ADR and dub over some lines or something like that to make a post change after JDF's passing, then if they were going to make any changes to this to this thing at all, that's where I feel like they would bend it a little bit and say, okay, well, we'll have you come in and record some lines and we'll, we, we need to acknowledge it now. That's a space where they, I feel like they could do that. And she could be the one who, gives us the news in universe of what's going on with Tommy. But I, I don't know. I don't want to say that and make people like either expect it or want it or people say, well, I hope they don't do that. Uh, This is all just me just talking. I I said it before, but I don't think that they should, they should not kill Tommy, the character Mm -hmm. in universe just because JDF died. I think that's a mistake. Yeah, it'll be interesting um, to see I, how they they discuss and uh, I hate to use the phrase deal with because that makes it sound trivial, but you guys know what I mean. Just how they're going to approach and address uh, the the Tommy character in this this special, because you if they don't, that's going to make some people relieved and some people angry. And if they do, it's going to make some mm-hmm. people relieved and some people angry. So yeah, there's no way to win. There's no way to win. There's uh, really no just way a, to win. It's just it just adds another layer to how freaking tragic this whole thing has been it, it um, is it's just i don't know it's not yeah. like well i don't want to go into that you know because no. that'll send us down a rabbit trail about we got to move on to how to handle things, it man. but yeah but it's let's okay so i, I let's... don't know i mean is it almost exploitative that they show this b-roll footage and there's a green ranger or what you know in light of know. everything I... I don't know I don't if know. they thought about it that hard. I really don't think. I they... don't think they. Th- I don't think they thought about it that hard. I imagine this is probably this has probably been in the editing room before he passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't want to think of. I don't want to uh, go there and think and think that they were somehow that grossly manipulative with the B roll. Um, mm-hmm. Is it impossible? No, but I just. I don't know. I feel like that's. Uh, that 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 get that get treads dangerously close to villainizing Hasbro, and I don't. I think know. That, I'm I, trying I not. I'm trying not to, to but, go there, but you know. But you're the the human brain goes there. It's fine. It's it's it was I worth want, mentioning, but I don't think that's the case. I want to give them. I want to give Hasbro the benefit of the doubt because it sounds as though just by some of the language that this the team has used, you know, to talk about this this special, um, 
it sounds as though the people behind it have, you know, have actually cared. Um, yes. You know, there's the, the, for instance, I think it was, um, all Aldwin, all Alwyn, whatever his name is. Um, I can't remember. Daggone. Oh, Alwyn, Alwyn, Alwyn. Yeah, it's Alwyn. Uh, he said, he said something like, um, uh, that the 30th anniversary special is going to be focused on families, but also tries to put, pull in more casual viewers of the fran- of the franchise while also trying to quote, satisfy the Ranger X while quote, satisfy the Ranger experts in the fan base. So I feel like Hasbro is trying, is going to at least try to make a good thing out of whatever they're working on. Uh, the question becomes like, like what, like how, my question is how long is it going to be? Because I really don't want just a 23 minute special. I want at least an hour. I know that's, I think it's going to be my guess. I'm locking it in 45 to 50 minutes long. It will not. I don't Probably. think it'll be 20 minutes. I don't think there's considering all the stuff they talked about and what sounds like a pretty wacky plot. Um, again, very little has been revealed, but there's enough details to piece together some stuff and we'll get there. But I don't think 20, 25 minutes is nearly long enough. And I don't think, especially considering they said as originally assembled writing wise, the thing was feature length, but they had to cut it down. Uh, so it will, I, and technically in order to be, you know, qualify as feature length and an hour, 80 minutes. So it's yeah. So it's less than that. Um, if, if you're an hour, you are arguably feature length. So I'm going to say less than an hour, probably 45 to 50 minutes. It probably won't be a nice round number. It'll be some somewhere in the middle and it'll be, it'll be like two episodes of MMPR put together, maybe an episode and two thirds. Um, right. It, would it be nice to get as much time with these characters? Yeah. Would it be nice to get as much time with these characters as possible? Uh, yes. But if it doesn't need to be any longer, then that's fine. You know? Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and find out, but it does sound like a lot's going on in this. If I had my druthers, if I had my druthers, I would want it to be like 90 minutes, no less than 90 minutes, but that's probably, that's probably not going to be, that's probably not going to happen. Some major things. I want to touch on some major things, uh, too. We're also going to get, uh, we're, we're going to get Trini's daughter. And so one of the images that had, one of the images that came out through that, uh, entertainment weekly write up about this special was you see, uh, Billy may, and Walter, I believe, mm-hmm. I believe it was Walt. I'm pretty sure it was Walter. Uh, I have to look at the image. Yeah, it was, um, uh, it was, uh, it's Billy May and, um, uh, Zach, uh, what with next to what appears to be a version two of the rad bug. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe of all that was things nice they're bringing that back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knew? Okay. That's fine. But the big thing that people are really honing in on is the fact that what they're appearing to be standing in what appears to be a graveyard. So that oh, implies that, that. Oh no. I was too distracted by the dang red bug. <laughs> they're they're sitting, they're standing in what appears to be a cemetery. So, oh, so, uh, uh, but not, not for JDF. It'll be for Trini. No, not for, for JDF. For it'll be for Trini. Yeah. Wow. That is going to be hard to watch in a good way, hopefully. But, um, mm-hmm. wow. Cause, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong about this. There's, there's no, they've never acknowledged Trini not being alive in. Rain. No, they not haven't. They have never, no, they, no. other than a little no. title card, 
in an episode of Time Force, the the episode that aired right after she died, Dewey Trang died. Mm -hmm. That's the only time that they've done it. We have seen Mighty Morphin Yellow a couple of times since then, Mm -hmm. but they've Mm -hmm. never said which Mighty Morphin Yellow it was. Yeah, they've well, always been yeah. very ambiguous about they it. They danced around it. And it sounds yeah, they like danced around it. So we don't know if it was yeah. Aisha or if it was Trini. They're going to. Yeah. Okay. So it really, it really looking like they're going to, they're going to go there. And wow, that's going to be an emotional moment. That's going to be. Whew, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I don't know. What do you got? I'm sitting here rambling. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I, I, I think. We have been expecting this for months after ever since Charlie, I think it's Charlie Kirsch, not not Charlie Kirsch. Is it? Yeah. uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie Kirsch. Yeah. That's what her name is. Um, Ever since, ever since she was announced and shown off as, uh, and announced as the MMPR as, as Trini's daughter, we kind of had this expectation. Yeah. We've had this expectation. We kind of, yeah. So I personally, if they, I, I want them to go there. I really oh, do. Me too. I want them to go there because that's something that, because something that the, the, the writing team mentioned is they're playing, they're, they're playing. There's obviously going to be those little nostalgia moments. There's going to be those little Easter eggs and those lines. They're going to say the thing and it's going to feel, it's going to try to strike. I think the writing team said something like it's going to try. They've tried to strike a balance between nineties nostalgia and today's writing style and today's type of script writing. So that makes me excited and a little nervous at the same time, because (laughs) I want, (laughs) I want, because we all know how campy the nineties writing style for power Rangers was. So I'm wondering how they're going to, how they're going to address it. And I'm a little bit nervous about it. Well, and I would be curious because I I hinted at it a little bit before, before I knew we were going to talk about, the Trini stuff, which is I have seen this move done before, at least in big genre franchises. I think there's been some just some run of the mill TV shows that have handled it, where if an actor dies, the the character is written off the show and usually dies, too. But mm-hmm. the last time I could think of that we'll this was Paul done Walker. in a big. Huh? We'll look at Paul Walker. I said Paul, Paul Walker, Walker. Yeah. But the one I was thinking of was Leonard Nimoy in Star Trek Beyond. Mm-hmm. That because he died mm-hmm. between, yeah, he died between into darkness and beyond. And they actually wrote that in to the film and it was handled remarkably well. And I, I so. was, yeah. I was okay with it because it gives, Spock the character an ending. It it gives a closure. Like this is the end of his story. Yeah, we can still tell stories before this that take place before this, but this is the end of Spock's story. And they used it to further along a character arc for Zachary Quinto Spock, not Leonard Nimoy Spock, Zachary Quinto Spock in that movie. So I Mm. give them credit there for doing it and it was done very lovingly you could tell that the so. people who were doing it was like yeah we love Leonard Nimoy and we love this character and we wanted to pay tribute in this I, I think they'll do something similar with uh with Trini I think right. I think that's what we'll end up seeing uh it's gonna be a tearjerker ain't no way of avoiding that but it's been 
I mean, because good, good, goodness, she she passed in two thousand early two thousand one two thousand okay. two thousand one. Yeah. So it's been over twenty years, mm-hmm. and um, it was a car accident. Yeah, it, yeah. it was. It still sucks. <laughs> twenty years. Oh, it does. That still sucks. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm interested to see. I almost said excited. This is not something to get excited over necessarily, but you know what I mean. Just I'm interested to see what they do with it and uh how they how they approach it i think it'll be my my feeling is that it's going to be emotional in the best way and a really special way to honor her because you can't do 30 years of mmpr without bringing up trini you can't do it i think that i think that to nate's point what he was talking about just now i think that we're going to get closure with trini Mm-hmm. I'm really scared. I'm probably, I'm, I'm, I, I don't think we're going to get, tr- I don't, I don't think we're going to get closure with JDF and Tommy. I, I just tentatively agree with that. I think that <clears throat> it's t- like, it's been time for Trini. I think the 30th anniversary is, is a good time to, to take right. that step and to, to go there in universe. But the, the JDF thing is still so, so raw. raw. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, and awful. controversial. Good mm-hmm. lord. We may not get we may not get closure for that till the 40th anniversary. We might honestly I mean it might yeah. not yeah. be the right time. And we're just going to have to I guess hope that uh the you know the right ideas and the right cooler heads prevail with the decision making uh behind the scenes when it comes to how to how to approach that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now I want to pivot to some happier things. Yes. Um please. so so this will be the first this will be the first Power Rangers project that does not use Japanese footage. I thought that That'll was be, that, really, really interesting. Mm, once and always? Yeah. Yeah. Once and that always. That is inaccurate. Well, you, it's, yeah, but you know what they mean. You know what they you, mean. Yeah, I know what you're talking. I know what, I know what you're talking about, Nate, but, but yes. That's, I, that's my well, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know what you mean, but they're, that that's something that they're very proud of. Like this is the first Ranger project that does not use uh, Japanese footage. Uh, you know, and that will, and that, and they were very, and the writing team was very proud that that's going to allow them more freedom in their writing style and, and telling the story that they want to tell. Yeah. Um, I don't want to well actually once and over always. that. You know, that's, that's, well, no, I don't think it's, it's not, it's not technically true, but it's, it's not worth poking about. It's not right. I understand that. But the big thing that we need to mention is more cast members were announced. Right. Exactly. So we are going to have a returning or two returning cast members. Um, obviously we're going to get another alpha, but alpha is going to get a new number. I mean, I'm assuming alpha. Seven, seven is what right. we're getting. It's got, it's got to be seven, they right? joke that you can just take bets on the number. Well, I yeah, think it's can, and it's seven. It's, it's going to be alpha. It's got to be alpha seven. Um, probably, yeah, we, yeah we, we've already talked about. We've already talked about Rita. What's and before we get to the interesting part about this version of Rita, I have to mention that Barbara Goodson and Richard Horvitz will be uh, returning to reprise their roles as Rita Repulsa and. Alpha f- and Alpha Seven, presumably Alpha Seven. Yeah, so uh, excited. So the, how cool! Is alpha Forty Two. Yes. Alpha Forty Two. Yes. Alpha the, 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 the folks from uh, the Hasbro stream kept calling them te- kept calling them Temp Alpha because they kept making the kind of cheesy jokes about yeah. hey, Alpha. Was doing I mean, as long alpha. as it's yeah. not Jive talking Alpha Six, we're good. As I long, I, I don't think if it's if it's that they if it's Hor. 
Yeah, if it's Horvitz, it's not going to be. It's going to it's no. it's going to give you the the appropriate amount of alpha feels. It has to. But apparently R- Rita is a robot. Um, yeah, let's just rip the band off of that one. <laughs> Robo Rita. I, Robo Rita. <laughs> Robo Rita. I, it's, it's okay. Just, I, I, okay. I, I, I get it. You're, you're like, we don't want to break the lore from before, but we want to be able to have these classic villains back at their absolute evilest. But now we're going from pseudo clone to robot. Synthetic clone. Yeah. Well, I said pseudo clone okay. because, you know, because I'm not sure Whatever. exactly how to classify Zed there, but now we got a robot. And I don't know. I, I guess I'm just the weirdo in the room who's like, why don't you go find the ones who got purified by the Z-Wave? That would be some no, interesting storytelling just let, them, let the, let the Z-Wave versions have their happy ending. Leave them alone. I understand that, but I'm like, I'm why don't they go them. talk to him? I was like, hey, give us some insight. How do we beat these people? I'm, oh, <laughs> as, I thought you were saying it, like they go find them and make them evil again. No, like, no I don't no, want no, them no, to make no. them evil again. No, I no, want he's them to talking. go talk to them and say like, how do oh, we beat you? <laughs> I'm down with that. I'm down. Like, that would no, be interesting. No, That's he, asking a talking. lot from this production. I don't think they'll do it, but... He's He's talking about them going to now human Zed at his suburban home with his (laughs) wife and (laughs) with Rita, Um, (laughs) with Rita. Uh, Like, how would you like, hey, we're Power Rangers. You remember us? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We tried to murder you for years. We've got a we've we've got a problem. Uh, We need your help. Um, (laughs) That would be interesting. But I don't think that I don't think that Hasbro would ever do that. Boom would do that. Boom would, boom would do, do that. Boom would, boom do, would that. do that. But my the only thing I'm worried about is that Robo Rita is going to end up being really gimmicky. Oh, you know it will be. I mean, you know no, it will be. Rebuild There's, of Rita. You cannot. It's not spandex. That was the joke. <laughs> yeah, that that is the best joke I have heard about this all day. That Rebuild made me so Rita. happy. Michael it's doesn't get it. I get it. <laughs> Michael, do you not do you not get that joke? What is it? Um, my, my, okay, so listen, first of all, kudos for listening. And second of all, uh, so listeners, earlier today in the group chat that is off-referenced on this uh, on this show between Michael, Nathan, and myself, um, I dropped it. We were going back and forth all day talking about the news as it was dropping, and the news for this, this uh, robo-Rita came up, and uh, I dropped in a joke, rebuild of Rita, it's in parentheses, not spandex. Uh, and if you're familiar with uh, Hideaki Anno's rebuild of Evangelion movie titles, uh, you cannot redo. You are not alone. Rebuild of Evangelion. That, that's what that was. And well, um, see, I don't I watch was... Evang. I've never seen an. Inv- I've never watched Evangelion. Well, that's no, you're, it's fine. Well, and I don't know if I, if that's good. a loss on your part or not at this point. I just <laughs> let me just say this. I choose not to be depressed by the things that I watch. Uh, the rebuild movies are that much less depressing. Fair. But anyway, that is. So fair. That's a I don't want to go to I don't want to go to bed depressed from watching something. That's yeah, that's why, why Prozac was invented. Okay, I was just <laughs> oh wow. good lord. You're not anyway. Wrong, wow. <laughs> anyway, anyway Robo we're getting, Rita. We're getting yeah. Robo Rita. We don't know anything. We don't know anything about it. I'm assuming <laughs> it's. I'm I'm assuming it's playing into the whole like it's 90s cheese, but done in a modern day. Wait, setting. wait but this begs <clears> the question: Is Zed in this? And if he is. He has a robot waifu. 
I, I'm going to assume, I'm going to, this is what I'm going to assume. This is what I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume that Zed is not in this. I'm going to assume that they are fighting Rita Repulsa or this version of Rita Repulsa. (laughs) Then who made Robo Rita? I think. Scrozzle actually, (laughs) Scrozzle would make sense. (laughs) So this is kind of following a thing because Zed is back at at the, this is something I mentioned to you guys before off cast. Mm -hmm. Zed was brought back at the height of his evilness. And mm-hmm. so this is that the Rita's version of that. Let's just imagine that uh, maybe that gear on the wall that we were talking about earlier is an indication that the machine empire is involved. Maybe Re- Rita has literally been rebuilt at her most evil. And it's just, okay. that, it's that version of what they I, do with I'm that, cool with that, but the machine empire has been destroyed three times. Well, that's the thing about machines. Yes, they but technology never dies. Yes. Yeah, technology they got does. dusted. They got rebooted. Somebody rebooted them. They got rebooted. Dusted. Like, and then could the, they well, not, the leftovers could, tried to make Serpentera Could they not Mark just make II, a backup and then they got blown Could up. they not make a backup? Hey, could they not make a backup? Me, you cannot tell me in a universe this wacky that they, w- <laughs> they wouldn't write a gag where buried underneath the ground of the battlefield is one final <laughs> member of the Mission Empire and he wakes up randomly and he builds more and builds the, builds the empire again you can't i hope it's uh, i hope orbis it's is, is the real for villain Michael. for this <laughs> orbis is the real villain for, <laughs> Confirmed. Uh, oh, for no. the 30th anniversary oh, oh no oh i'm the only one who survived <laughs> yeah uh, you know i mean because honestly, because okay so, no so one this, doesn't, me now. this I, doesn't make i mean this makes total sense because orbis he was he he possessed all like the technology, the virus, whatever it was, to make all the monsters large. Why couldn't he have like a backup program of the Machine Empire? Uh, I mean, true. Machine Empire I, I'm just assuming that the only reason he rebuilt any of them is because he really wants someone to throw him. He misses being thrown. <laughs> you know, and Rita that is had, a notoriously good is that thrower. A, so yes, she is. See, so that's like that's how he's thinking. He's like, I will make a robot of Rita, and she will throw me because I will be on her wand. <laughs> yeah, like she she spends a lot of her time throwing. She throws things. It's what she does. You know, like, I think, it's what she I think does. It's what she's good at. She's good. It's at. her favorite part. It's her favorite. Part. It's her favorite. Um, it's her favorite. Part. So we it is her favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> now the question becomes: Can Robo Rita pray to Lokar? I mean, die Satan. I mean. Or low car and get help. So all I'm imagining is, okay, you guys remember the Big Bang Theory episode where Sheldon is just a computer on a Segway and it's just his face. Yes. yes. Imagine that, but wearing Rita's hair and uh, (laughs) cone draw, just kind of being wheeled around. (laughs) There you go. Robo Rita. It's like, wait a minute. It's the... His name is suddenly uh, escaping me, but uh, Armin Zola. It's Armin Zola from oh. the from from Marvel Comics. There it is. Oh boy. There it is. Oh, Arnim there. Zola. Excuse we me. Got, we got any, we got anything else to mention for this 30th anniversary? Yeah, thing? we yeah. got a couple more quick little. We got a couple quick things here. Uh, they're using the Ron Wasserman theme. Yay! Yes. Um, please give are, Ron more money. Yes, please pay Ron. Please pay Ron. There is a new updated version of the 1990s logo, which looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Looks awesome. Um, uh, you know, like we've already talked about, David Yost was David Yost and Walter Jones and a lot of these past Ranger actors were very involved in in writing and and helping consult on this project 
and who better to do it than than them? Obviously, there I can think of nobody else. Um, but the most important thing is we actually get a release date. I'm really shocked that the, that they actually gave us a release date. I, uh, I I fully expected at the end of that little behind the scenes trailer to say coming soon or coming this fall or coming this spring or whatever. No, April nineteenth is the day. Sometime. <laughs> Coming sometime, like the, uh-huh. that little, like that bastard at the Godzilla Day stream. Coming <laughs> sometime. Wow. <laughs> anyway, but April nineteenth. Anyway, yeah, April nineteenth. So we've already adjusted the schedule. Yeah. So which means April twenty fifth, we will. Uh, that will be one episode. There will be. We will. You will still get a Sentai episode that month. It will be. Let's see, April. That will be O Ranger. But no comic book that time because we said whenever there's new Ranger stuff right. that month you get Ranger stuff that and takes, Sentai. The yeah the uh, the the Ranger stuff takes precedent over the comics when there's Ranger stuff. Right. Um, and that's so gonna be a be fast good, turnaround because we're looking at like less than a week. We're gonna try to less get this done in less yeah. than a week. Which, like full fledged episode just on this. Right. In a week. So it's <laughs> it's we we'll watch it we'll watch it together and we'll di- we'll take a day we'll digest it and then. You know, we'll we'll talk about it and try to get our thoughts together and all that stuff. But you know, it being only it approximately it being almost an hour. There's, I mean, we can put that together pretty quickly, I think. So, uh, but April nineteenth, three hours talking about a two-hour movie. This is true. This is true. Anyway, (laughs) so let's move on to. I know we're getting a little bit short on time. Uh, I wanted to keep this uh, fairly short. So let's talk about all the updates to Cosmic Fury, which is the new hotness uh, coming out this year. Nate, I'll let you start the conversation on Cosmic Fury since I let Danny start for the 30th. Right. I'm still trying to figure some things out. I'm wondering if the 30th anniversary special is going to dovetail into this because we were initially hearing that that the old Rangers were going to be in Cosmic Fury. We thought Cosmic Fury was going to be the 30th anniversary thing. Mm-hmm. And now it looks like not quite the case. You were getting so, two projects. Yeah, we're getting two projects. So a lot of stuff that we already knew was confirmed. Ten episodes. Mm-hmm. No filler. You know, and things like that. We were promised surprises. We were, we were told that it's going to take risks and bring the power and bring the Power Rangers they've always wanted to see. I think that was Simon Bennett who said that, right? Uh, no, I think that was Alwyn. That's, I think Alwyn, it might have okay. been Alwyn that said that. Or okay. no, it may it may have actually been Simon Bennett because I remember right. Sam Sam was primarily talking to Simon right. for that part of the right. conversation. Yeah, right. And there's they confirmed again they're using Zord footage from Q Ranger. It's going to be new mm-hmm. suits. They're only using Zord footage, which is a little disappointing because the Q Ranger suits are amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, we'll uh, get to the suits in a minute. Yeah, but no, like I said, no filler. And it sounds like this is being designed personally from what I'm saying. This is being designed from the ground up to be a streaming series because they're saying yes. it's going to be interconnected and there's going to be cliffhangers and big stakes and all of that. And I think this is. I think technically the first time we've seen a Ranger television series designed specifically for streaming. Because even Dino mm-hmm. Fury, even even in its second season, when it went exclusively to Netflix, it was still structured like a network TV show. Well, like a yeah, because it was still TV show. Because it was still um it was still strapped to Nickelodeon at that point. Yeah. 
So it was still kind of structured that way. One thing that stood out to me while um, Sam was interviewing uh, Mr. Bennett, and that's uh, uh, Mr. Bennett went on to say the story co- that story comes first. Uh, we aren't at the mercy of something pre-existing, and he was talking about. He was talking about, he, he said that after saying that this is completely new project. The only thing they're taking from Q Ranger is the Zord footage. All right. At the risk of getting perilously close to hitting my favorite button. <laughs> don't do I it, don't mate. like this. I don't like this mindset as a writer that says I need to be unencumbered from everything in order to actually write something good. No, you don't. In fact, some of the best writing in the really ever came about because the writers were under some sort of constraint. They couldn't just do anything they wanted because it Mm. forces you to be more creative. So Mm. I don't, like I said, when I heard that, I'm like, you know, it's not a, it's not a red flag. It's a bit of a yellow flag because like, guys, come on. I mean, I understand, you know, you have to work around the Sentai footage, but I mean, we've seen them do, we've seen them do really creative things um with the Sentai footage. Like we like and it and not even Sentais that they completely mirror like Time Force and and Time Ranger mirror each other because they're they're very similar. Right. But I'm talking like where they take a completely like weird or different contextually Sentai and they use it for power Rangers in a very creative way. Like the one that's coming to mind first uh, is in space because in space. Well, that is, was a mistake. Uh, that was the, problem. that was a mis- Well, that was a mistake. <laughs> they yes, jumped to conclusions, <laughs> but it ended up working in their favor because mega Ranger is virtual reality and video games in space is well in space. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of, it lent itself to that. But I, right. but I'm trying to think of one where the Sentai was completely different. RPM, from what we got. R, yeah, RPM. There I was we go. Say, that's the obvious yeah. example. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. So Koanjer is completely different. <laughs> right. So so RPM or even um uh wasn't um GoBusters wasn't GoBusters completely different from Beast no Morphers? I, no GoBusters actually pretty close to okay what to so what RPM Beast did. So RPM and go on So like the, we've seen to use that as an example, we've seen um, them do really creative things with very unique sentence. I just don't understand why they couldn't at least try, because I agree with you, Nathan. I love the Q Ranger suits right. way more than I like these right. new Cosmic well, and, Fury suits. And the other one, the other Sentai people thought they were going to use for this was Kira Major. The Kira Major suits Kira are Major. great too. Oh, Cure Major suits are a lot of fun. I love the Cure Major suits. I think I like the Cure Major suits more than the Q Ranger suits because they're a little bit more on the traditional, like Super Sentai Power Rangers aesthetic. They are with the with the spandex and all that. So, yeah. um, so so we've got these new ones. They're basically they're they're basically souped up, upgraded versions in terms of design, anyway, of the Dino Fury suits, which I just doesn't excite me all that much, even though there's some nice flourishes with some of them. I have to ask, I have to, I have to ask though. I have to ask your guys' opinion. We've seen the footage. We saw them show off a little preview of the new suits and everything like the, 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 the cosmic fury cast at the end of that interview showed off themselves in the new suits. I don't think I like the fake 
abs and the fake muscles. I understand it, but I I understand that's, why it's there. That's but been I a don't. Th- that's been a thing in I know, superhero I know it's films been a for thing. years, though. I know it's been a thing, but it's not necessarily been a thing for Power Rangers. So I don't know how I feel about it. They've it, ha- no, they've had suits with fake muscles before. Well, they have, but something about in the Power way Rangers. They looked they looked a little um a little different in, in for for these for this round of, of costumes. Well yeah, okay. So um yeah. a Doggy Kruger, his, his the Shadow mm-hmm. Ranger, the Shadow Ranger suit was a lot more muscular. I get. Okay, so um, uh, that's, a, you, that's And also, do you remember the absolutely ridiculous looking first battleizer? That was just silly. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. The Andros' yeah. battleizer was ridiculous. It looked like oh, yeah, it looked right. like a, a He-Man action figure that had been painted red and then blown oh, up yeah. to six feet tall. And it was, yeah, it was right. silly. It was you're really, right. really silly. Maybe, but I mean, maybe even the, the old move, but even the old movie actually really either the 95 movie or the 2017 movie to a certain extent played around with the fake musculature. Eh, I don't count the 2017 movie. It was all CGI. Oh, oh no, it was no, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. You're right, you're right. It was practical effects. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Well, actually, <laughs> I'm sorry. I got that wrong. I got that. I'm so used you, you to like slipped back into you know, 2020, Michael, 2021, Michael, who hated yeah, the yeah, movie. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's move on. Come on. We don't have to argue about that. Anymore. I know. Like, we've already argued about that enough. Hey, hey, all um, I'm saying is I'm, I'm okay with I'm okay with the synthetic, you know, with the fake muscles, so long as there are no nipples. I'm. No Look, power nipples. Bat you, nipples you were bad nip, enough. You wanted nipples, didn't you, Michael? <laughs> I know. I, no, here's the new Red Ranger, I bet. Here is. Oh, it, oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Really? I'm not even. No, I'm Don't not. Don't dignify I'm not that with a response. Just no. <laughs> I. Okay. So if they were going to go this route, I don't think they went far enough. Because I don't, I'm not even sure that the ones in that footage were the final suits. Those looked incomplete. Like there's things they missing. looked very, they looked very plain. Like I'm they, like, you're, I think you're like, something was missing. Like they something did not just look fit. like the concept art completely. The concept, I mean, the no. concept art's always going to look more angular and muscular and buffer and with more stuff on it, but they didn't, it looked like they were maybe 75% of the way to the concept art uh, conceptually. <laughs> uh, there were definitely some bits that, Look, it looked like there were some bits missing. Um, the, the chests were very plain, I thought, on a lot. Yeah, that's why I'm saying I hope those are not the final suits because, yeah, the concept art looked way better. Well, even if they are yeah. the final suits, they they might look completely different under different lighting conditions with different camera angles. Those right. could have been final, and they and just the visual don't... effects we gotta we gotta remember yeah, this too. Is, like that's also true. Like vi- yeah. visual effects will be laid on top of these. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah they but don't look, Michael, they, they don't look bad. They don't look bad. They just, no, they don't. They just, but Michael, yeah. we got to address one very important thing. We talking about? Are we talking about Zato being the Zenith Ranger now? Is that what you're talking? Yes, about? Yes, I'm getting to that. Which, by the way, that is a really cool name. <laughs> it is actually really cool. I, I have to. I have to really give. Cool name, but no, I have to give the team. I have to give the team. And ha- I have to give the team at Cosmic Fury props for that because the Zenith, the Zenith Ranger being the name of Zato's new like ranger form that's actually really cool it is really cool but he has a cape michael (sighs) i know he has a cape Uh, red ranger i I don't want to talk about cape in the presence of an anti i think this is uh, this is the first power ranger i think who's had at least in his default form i think it's the first one who's had a cape and since Mystic Force, actually. Which means well, statistically, I mean, he is the most likely of the group to get sucked into an engine. Uh, engine. <laughs> this is true. 
true. This is true. true. So He's already died have... once. He can't die again. And so <laughs> you don't so, know that. So the color dynamic so the, the color dynamics have shifted a little bit for Cosmic Fury. We have uh we have green, black, we have our t- traditional green, black, red, uh blue. But then Zato's is like a bronzy gold color. It's like or or um, tan, uh, tan so off white on <laughs> on line. Egg well, on, tw- <laughs> on Twitter, on Twitter, uh, Russell Curry referred to it as champagne. Which okay, fine, I'm really <laughs> like the champagne. The champagne, champagne ranger. ranger brings a has very different connotations in my mind. <laughs> I mean, champagne's not that bad. You should try it sometime. Um, and then you have, have. Uh, yellow <laughs> slash gold and then yellow slash gold with ion is still there. But the big, the big talking point from this team is our new red Ranger, Amelia, which is kind of a big deal for yeah. this franchise. It's not the first time that we've had a Ranger team that didn't have a pink Ranger. We've had a, I think like the R- RPM didn't have a pink Ranger. RPM didn't have pink. Yeah. Yeah. And SPD, that was a full team. No, that SPD was a full five member a five member team too. Some of the uh-huh. smaller teams didn't have uh-huh. pink Rangers, but Dino Fury didn't have pink. Dino or not Fury. Dino Fury. Dino Dino Thunder. Dino, Dino, Dino Thunder Ninja didn't Fu- have pink. Super no. Dino Ninja Fury Force. Yeah, Super Dino, Dino Ninja Thunder. Fury Force. <laughs> Dino Thunder didn't have pink. Uh, yeah, so but it's what makes this one interesting is yeah. Uh. First full-time female Red Ranger, and it's a Pink Ranger who was a, who got shifted, promoted. I don't know how to describe promoted. this right now. I'm a, I'm assuming promoted. I I don't know how they're going to do it. They didn't go. They didn't get the the team at Hasbro didn't, or the team at. Um, yeah, I really want to know the narrative reason for this because I didn't really picture at any point watching Dino Fear. I never really pictured Amelia as a team leader. Yeah, maybe and she, she is being she, under the, uh, fell into a bucket of paint. She, who knows? Maybe <laughs> she she is she is actually being referred to as the leader. Like Simon Bennett called her the leader of the Power Rangers. So That's we are going to be getting our first. It is a big deal. Like yeah. it is a big deal. We it's been a minute since we've had a female red who is presumably a leader. Like if you look yeah. Jade uh, and Christ's sister. Um, her, her name is, her name is escaping me. Yeah, what, what and there name? was one other female red Ranger sort of, it's kind of a weird one. I mean, that was, what was it? A squad was a squad and SPD, yeah. which was mm-hmm. just a bunch, which really that costume was really just a recycled in space, red helmet and a bunch of paintball gear. <laughs> but hey, if it works, you right. Know. That's, that's what it know. looked like anyway, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to hate it uh, until I'm not going to hate it. I'm not going to say anything about it until I see it. Um, I just, I just want to know how that's supposed to work. I want to know that see na- that being a, an arc, like maybe she gets thrown into the position of leadership and she has to, I mean, we've, that's not unprecedented. That. Yeah. It's, it's, not, not it's not unprecedented. We've seen this before, but in the reverse, like you take Time Force, for example, you know, Wes was thrown into the position of Red Ranger and he didn't want to be it. And Jen, and to be, to be honest, Jen didn't want him to be it either, but they needed a Red Ranger. Right. And technic- and I would technically say this is not the first time we're going to get a female as our team leader because Jen Scotts was the right. leader of the Time Force Rangers. She, she was essentially the leader, yeah. Essentially, yeah. But yeah. she wasn't, but she was, I guess... 
but she was the de facto leader, I guess. Right. Wes was leader in name only until he had to grow into that role. Right, right. But you know, when they showed up, she was in charge. <laughs> yeah. So this is not unprecedented. the on, The only thing that's the only thing that's super unique here is this is the first time like we're getting a female Red Ranger and on that is a full time member of the team. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the big that's the big deal for this. Yeah, not some weird hidden sister, <laughs> right? Know, yeah. Or some you know fluke of circumstance or anything like that, right? You know, so and and we were and we were really nice. We we liked Amelia. We were very nice and very mm-hmm. warm towards Amelia when we did our Dino Fury episode. So I don't have a problem with this. I'm look. I'm I'm curious to see how narratively speaking it works out but you know right I'm i don't will, I'm just want to them to it. do it just so they can say we had the first i'm like give it narrative yeah i want it if you're, I if do. you're gonna I, be the first one to do it i give want it, narrative it to mean way. something you're right yeah. I, I want it to I mean it, something i want it to mean something yeah so okay uh danny we Dan, nate and i have talked a lot obviously as we do or nate most nate mostly not so much me um, <laughs> did you forget who else is in this stream sir um danny oh, what are you thought like what are your thoughts because you listened to the interview you saw the images what are your thoughts on the on the new hotness of, of cosmic fury it, it looks like a it looks like a lot of fun uh you guys covered a lot of the the main talking points here but it looks like it looks like fun. I'm going to be interested to see how it flows because as we talked about before, this has been for lack of a better term, genetically d- designed like <laughs> from the, from a cellular level to be for streaming. This is a streaming mm-hmm. show. It's only it was like 10 episodes, 10 episodes, 10 episodes, 10 episodes. Um, it's only so, 10 episodes, people. Just yeah. 10. So, yeah. I mean, which <laughs> is actually, which actually harkens back to mighty Morphin because alien Rangers, it makes right, sense yeah. unless they unless they do a thing where they they have a cliffhanger and then they have a second chunk of it so it's 20 but it seems like they're gonna <laughs> yeah. stick with that's they that sounds like something they do but uh, for right now it's 10 i don't think well I, we know, don't know what 10. the we don't know exactly what the franchise's future is after this exactly so this could be this could yeah. be anything and it seems it seems like they put a lot of work into this it seems like they're very proud of the fact that they are tackling this from the perspective of we're doing almost all of it ourselves. Uh, that mm-hmm. seems to be a huge point of creative pride for all of them, which it might be just a, it might be a, uh, an interesting experiment because it is an interesting ex- experiment. it's, ex- it's going to be an interesting experiment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they kind of did this in MMPR season two because they didn't use the Ranger footage from die Ranger. They just used some of the monster footage Mm-hmm. If they could, the monster and Zord footage. It, yeah. it, it was a little bit of the monster footage. I'm, you know, I'm five episodes deep into Die Ranger, and I haven't noticed a lot of monster footage that was used in MMPR. Yeah, yeah so yeah. far, but I, I have recognized the Zord footage. Oh, so. for sure. So it's not completely unprecedented, but it seems like this to me is just further proof that Hasbro just wants to tr- just wants to do this thing all on their own. They really are trying to push it so that yeah. it's all they all on their own. This is the uh, this isn't necessarily the the least amount of uh ties that a that a, a Rangers season has had to a Sentai season, I don't think. At least mm. it might be, I don't know, it hasn't come out yet. I think it might be honestly. Might be. The only other one that might be able to compete would be MMPR season 2. That's the only mm. other one that's come into my mind. But um, and again, based on my comparatively very limited knowledge of how 
all of the shows. Yeah, to, well, and to them. a certain extent, MMPR season three, but once you throw Alien Rangers in there, it, it goes up su- substantially because yeah. they actually used the Kaku Rangers for the yeah. Alien Rangers. <laughs> But yeah, which is I'm, the weirdest recontextualization in the whole franchise, it's, possibly. It's, it's weird. It's still weird. But I, yeah. I'm interested to see how this approach works because, again, they're very proud of this. They're very happy. You can sense almost a feeling of relief that they don't feel like they're tethered to Sentai as much as they have right. before. And I don't know. Here, the question for me is: Is it going to, is it going to work as well as they think it's going to work? Because the relationship between Rangers and Sentai is so, even at its most uh, uh, tenuous uh, via the you contentious, know, via, <laughs> not, not contentious, but tenuous vis-a-vis. Well, connection. I mean, it's from it's what still, I understand. It's still important. Yeah. From I what mean, I like understand, from what I understand, there's still a good relationship between Toei, the Sentai team and Rangers. That's like, what I understand I, as well. But if they're yeah. really, because again, we don't know what the rest of this, the, the rest, the next chunk of this franchise is going to look like and what the relationship with Toei will be. Could we be looking at a situation where Hasbro handles everything, but they use Toei's staff to help design things that Hasbro builds and Toei doesn't. Or they just reuse the props and costumes, but not footage. I don't know. I, it's Who just, knows? It seems like I mean, they're really trying to make make it their own jam. And this is going to be an interesting, like you said, Michael, a really interesting experiment to see how far the idea of we own this thing now and we're going to try and do as much of it as we can. This is going to be a proving ground of a show. It's going to have probably to, it's is. Have to hold. A, it's this show holds a lot of weight. It's the 30th anniversary show. That's big. It's doing this grand experiment with designing their own costumes and all this stuff that you know, that it's further divorcing it from Sentai. They're doing all of these deviations. They're only doing 10 episodes and they're structuring them specifically for streaming with a streaming mentality of this episode ends. And now I have to get to the second one and binge it. Uh, that's, you know, that's very, how very Netflix of them, you know, that that's how a lot of modern television shows are made. So there are a lot of things happening with this show that don't, and that doesn't even involve the plot. That's just stuff that the show is doing, how it was made and what it needs to do. So it's it seems like there's a lot writing on this. It's a grand experiment, but I like I I, mean, I haven't seen anything so far that's like freaked me out. You know what I mean? Like it looks like a fun time. It'll be ten more episodes of Power Rangers that exist. You know, it'll be yeah, it'll be fun. I like I like how it looks. Like again, the team behind it sounds like they're just having a grand old time working on it. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, not not much else I mean, to it's... add that hasn't already been covered. There's going to be a lot of eyes on this and I know that Hasbro it wants to make the best product it can because it's they're not going to they're not going into it thinking oh we're just going to torpedo the franchise. No, no they not. they want to do it. They want to do a good job. And by all intents and purposes everything that I saw today, you know, from the actors and actresses, the those past Ranger actors and actresses talking about the 30th anniversary special once and always to the team talking about Cosmic Fury it sounds as though they want to make a good product. They're excited about the product. I remember like Catherine Sutherland, so sweet. She's such a, she seems like such a sweet woman. She's like, mm-hmm. it's so, she's like, it's so nostalgic. It's so nostalgic. <laughs> Back to, uh, um, I was, I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was, it was very sweet basically saying it's it just, it's so nostalgic to come back to our power Rangers set and be with her friends and, and be doing the thing 
together again. And it's like, I, I, I really, I trust those people to make a good product. So we'll see. We'll see. But, um, Danny, thank you for coming on here. So late, such late notice and joining us for this conversation. That was my pleasure. Um, yeah, man, I appreciate you. So just really quickly, any place anywhere you want people to find you? Well, if, um, if the Godzilla chunk of, uh, the tokusatsu sphere is your jam, um, and you like what I mentioned earlier about writing, you know, like the idea of reading a Godzilla movie as a book, uh, definitely go to Godzilla novelization project.com and uh, all the books are in a in progress and be there f- to read for free. Uh, I charge nothing mm. because I can't because Toho would hurt me. Uh, so Toho I will, would I'm, say no, ho. Toho I'm would just... say no, ho. Uh, so all the, <laughs> all of my projects are there. There are links to all the other crazy things I do on the uh, press and appearances page of that website. Uh, you can hear me all over the place on podcasts. Like I said before, Nate, I've been on like every episode of your show uh, ever. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've been, and I on your brother's on, show, on yes, Michael's show. On Michael, I've been on multiple of Michael's shows. This is the third show I've been on that Nate has hosted and the third that Michael has hosted. So yes. Wow. I, so this is, I definitely the broke trip a, is the Godzilla <laughs> versus Kong of your Hamilton, March and yes. Patrick. My you know, belt it's the first for everything. <laughs> heavy weighs the belt. Uh, let me just say that. I'd say <laughs> a lot of, a lot of podcasts, a lot of stuff. Um, if you want to follow along with my shenanigans and my personal writing and stuff like that, definitely follow me on Twitter at Danzilla 93 underscore GNP. Follow the Godzilla novelization project on Facebook. If you like what you read, head over to Patreon. Uh, so you can help support my, my writing endeavors and the acquisition of research materials, stuff like and that. And listen to your podcast. And listen to my podcast. I host a podcast for Patreon called uh, Monster Musings, which uh, a couple weeks ago hit its 50th episode. And I'm I'm also currently in the process. Thank you for the dance, Nate. Uh, the, the v- <laughs> you don't know what you just missed, guys. It was magical. <laughs> But, uh, or horrifying. I thought it was oh, awkward good. and creepy, but okay, <laughs> no, 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 it was, but I was trying to be nice, but uh, it, 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 I, I can still dance better than you. This is true. I'm not even, you've never even seen me dance and I can attest to the fact that you are right. Oh, I was talking about Michael, not you. Oh, well, you're still right. Uh, about me. That's, I, Michael, I don't know. I've never seen Michael dance, but anyway, I'm going to wrap this up because it's, it's getting late, but, uh, I'm also currently in the process of trying to get my, uh, my dusty YouTube channel up to snuff. So I'm very gradually uh, uploading little clips from the monster musings podcast, like maybe five, 10 minute clips onto Kaiju philosophy, which is uh, (laughs) what a weird name. I know, I know, but I thought it was funny. So I used it. Uh, That's my, that's my YouTube channel. Are you trying to start a new religion? (laughs) I not going to say no, (laughs) not going to say yes either. You have to subscribe and like to find out anyway. No, no, Uh, but yeah, I'm gradually uploading little bits and pieces of things there. And again, if you want to hear me wax philosophical on monster movies and other things, definitely go to the GNP's press and appearances page. You'll find a list of all the, the articles I've written for Kaiju Ramen Media and Kaiju Ramen Magazine, and you'll find other podcasts I've been on. That's the place to go. If uh, hearing my voice, uh, continuously talk uh, over and over and over again about monster movies is your jam. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I have to go now add this podcast to that list. <laughs> but yeah, is, thank you guys so much. Is that list up to date at this point? 
no, it's very out of date. I have to add more <laughs> stuff to it. But uh, but yeah, now I can add Power Trip to it. Thank you guys so much for inviting me to come Patrick. on and uh, nerd out a little bit on this stuff, the, particularly the 30th anniversary. Uh, uh, just, you know, that's going to I mean everything for 30th, 30th anniversary, but the special in particular, that's the thing that really piqued my interest, uh, seeing all those guys back in costume again. Uh, I'm excited to see it and I'm excited to see what you guys have to say on, on your episode. That'll be cool. Well, well, thank you. Thank you, Danny. It's, it was always a pleasure. And, uh, thank you listeners with attitude for sticking around with us for this very special lightning round episode. Uh, be sure to look out for our next mainline episode on the power trip, which we will be discussing, uh, Sentai Zhu Ranger. So no, keep on. no, it's a comic episode. Oh no, you know, Zoo Rangers next. Sorry. No, it's a, we've Zoo recorded Rangers so next. far ahead. I, I know my own <laughs> I know my own damn show, Nathan. Come on. Wow. Uh so, so you know, if you ever want a different so co-host. <laughs> so, so keep an eye on your podcatchers for our next mainline episode, which we'll be discussing discussing Zoo Ranger. Um, and until next time, may the power protect you. Thank you for listening to The Power Trip, a podcast produced and hosted by Michael Hamilton and Nathan Marchand. If you'd like to send us feedback, email us at powertrippod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, where our handle is at thepowertrippod, and join our official Facebook group, Power Rangers Legacy. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and other great podcatchers. The podcast logo was designed by Rebecca Hudgens. Follow her on Instagram at super underscore R underscore illustrations. Our theme song was created by JP Gant. Follow him on Twitter at homebrewed SD. We also use tracks from Super Sentai Complete Works 30th Anniversary Album. All film and audio clips belong to their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended or implied. The Power Trip has no association with Toei Company Limited, Saban Entertainment, or Hasbro. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podchaser to spread the word about the show. And until next time, see ya! This podcast is part of the Kaiju Ramen Podcasting Network and is copyright 2023. Kaiju Ramen Media, LLC. Ha ha!